I just think it's, it's human to miss the emotion because we just move fast. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, or we want to fix. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm Susan Goss, and as a seasoned therapist of more than 15 years, I'm honored to have had the opportunity to gain so much wisdom from so many people and love passing that knowledge on to others. So join me and some of my favorite friends as we share some tangible truths with you. Hey guys, welcome back to the Tangible Truth Podcast. We're so glad you've joined in and I am thrilled that Megan Jones is back with us. Hey, Megan. Hey, listeners. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, we're so glad you are, Megan. <laughs> and Megan, I don't think you've been here on the podcast since we're announcing our Tangible Truth Conference coming I up I haven't. I'm so excited. Isn't that exciting? June the 7th and 8th, 2024 at Bentonville Fellowship. Woohoo! What and, great news. I, I know you want to know where to get the tickets. I do. I do. <laughs> at our Tangible Truth website, uh, www.tangibletruthministries.com. So you can get your tickets and everyone should get that ticket early. Yes. So, I, this thing will be sold out. Yeah. I, I know it. I think it will be uh-huh. too. So that would be awesome. And we can't wait to see you there. Uh, I will be It'll there. It'll be Beth Moore and Susan Goss speaking on three conversations on faith, love, and forgiveness. That sounds wonderful. I can't wait, Susan. Yeah. It's going to be fun uh-huh. and meaningful. Yes. So, but today on the podcast, Megan and I, you know, the last two podcasts have been on conditional and unconditional love. And so today you've got two therapists with you. And one of our favorite things to talk about is emotion. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're going to talk about. And we're going to try to get in two podcasts on emotion. It's a, we could do a whole retreat on emotion, but we're not going to, but we are going to do the first one is going to be, I'm hoping a very practical one that you can really implement and it'll be meaningful to you. And the second one is going to be kind of emotions with God. So that'll be really intriguing and interesting. So hang in there, listeners. We hope hope it's helpful and meaningful to everyone. It has been a, a fun one to kind of put together for Megan and myself. So Megan, we'll just jump in right now. And what do you think is the definition in your words of emotion? So listeners, as she asked me that, I just have to tell you, I almost started laughing because every single time she asks me a question on this, on this podcast, I freeze. And so she had, she prepared me this time because she knew that I would freeze if not. So I'm not frozen. I'm okay. <laughs> so I can answer you. Yay. Yay. Yay I'm proud of you. Thanks. I'm growing. Yes. I'm growing. So, um, for me, you know, emotion is is a hard thing to define. So we looked it up and what it said is um, just our mood or our state of being, right? And I and I find it to be a little bit dry and drab because I think that emotion takes takes on like a bigger world than that. So I was trying to like conceptually understand, okay, what would it what does it mean for me? And I think why I don't like the definition is because it just is so simplified whenever in all reality, I feel like emotion is happening all the time, really fast actually. And it's not just happening one thing at a time. I know for me a lot of times emotion happens happens not only just fast, but also many emotions can come at once. So for example, 
like, even if I just was being honest about where I'm at doing this podcast, sitting here, listening, I'm um, talking to you listeners, I would be saying that I'm excited to do this topic. So I've got excitement in me and passion in me that feels pretty strong. But I think in the background, there's also nervousness and anxiousness. And so I've got about four emotions yes. kind of going on simultaneously. Yes. And so I think that that's why I kind of feel removed or distant from the definition, because I don't think it really encompasses truly what it looks like in life, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You, Susan? Yeah, because we can have, I 100% agree that we can have many emotions going on at one time. Right. Just like you said, we could be nervous and anxious and angry even it, yes. at the same time. Yes. And our body feels that. Mm. I can be breaking out in a sweat when I'm nervous. Yes. I can also be breaking out in a sweat if I'm angry. I can also be breaking out in a sweat if I'm sad. You know, some people get feelings of nausea, Mm. uh, you know, when they're all of the things that I just said. Yeah. And every body, every body is is different. Yes. You know, because every, like I said, B-O-D-Y mm-hmm. is different. Mm-hmm. So the makeup of everybody's internal organs are different. And that's what God did. He fearfully and wonderfully made us. And I think he did to alert us. Hey, what's going mm-hmm. on? I love that you said the word alert. I, and, and essentially what you're saying is that everything you just named, whenever I can, when I can start to really kind of understand what my body's doing in those moments, mm-hmm. like if I feel anxious, I, my stomach starts to hurt or I can feel it in my chest, right? I can get a felt sense, so to speak, inside of my body that mm-hmm. I know that these kind of things are coming up. That's the power. It right. Is. That's the power behind the emotion that it, it can alert my system when I'm paying attention enough to know what's going on, that it can actually send me signals and inform me mm-hmm. to help me out in life. Yes. Right. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. And and if they're ignored, what happens? Yeah. I mean, it's compartmentalized. And then no, that's when we see symptoms all over the place. Right? Yes. And yeah. if, if it's ignored by us ourselves, um, then it can go south quickly. If it's ignored by others, we feel ignored, mm. not seen, lonely, hurt, uh, all that, all that. Uh, so if it's ignored, it's a bad thing. Let's just, let's just say that mm. if it's ignored, it's a bad thing. So my grandmother used to use the term, don't shove that under the rug. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be a great thing for us to say on what this podcast. What a sweet grandmother. Isn't that a sweet grandmother? <laughs> Don't shove that under the rug. Yes. We've got to talk about that yes. right now. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a super healthy thing to do. Mm-hmm. So a, a really healthy thing to do is not shove the emotion under the rug. Right. Like my grandmother said. So because when you do shove it under the rug, the thing about that is you think it's gone. It's never gone. No. It's never, ever gone. You're just going to have to trust us listeners as two therapists during this podcast. (laughs) It is never gone. It comes back in another form. That's the thing is it comes back. And the example I use with clients sometimes, it's a silly example, but it's true. Megan, you're going to have to verify this, but I know you're going to say amen. I always say My husband's name is Steve. So if I sent Steve to the grocery store for milk and eggs and he came back with barbecue chips and a candy bar (laughs) and I go off on him like crazy, like, of course you did. You never listen to a thing I say and blah, 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 blah. I mean, that 
is a backpack full of shoving stuff under the rug. Right. Forever. And, but I want to tell you, it had nothing to do with groceries. Right. That mm-hmm. had nothing to do with groceries. I think that's what's so confusing about emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's why people are scared of it. I do too. Uh, because what we do is in the instance it comes up, we don't pay attention to it mm-hmm. or we don't recognize it because we're not really trained to, to pay attention to it or know what it is. And so it goes into that backpack like exactly. you're talking about. Exactly. But then whenever it does and we, we never kind of take a look in the backpack ever again or for years or months or even days, it just stuff piles in that backpack and then all of a sudden the emotion is spilling out with a lot more force so to speak yes yeah and something something triggers it yes and then it's not about that one right thing yeah that's what i want uh, the listeners to hear it's not about that one thing exactly that triggers it it's that whole backpack Mm -hmm. all of a sudden that comes out but isn't it so tricky because i think the easy thing um susan is to pay attention to the thing that ended up making it come out. Yes. Right. Like it was about the groceries. You didn't get the right thing whenever in all reality, it wasn't right. But it's hard to pay attention and backtrack and kind of lean. We've kind of used the words lean into, Mm -hmm. and that just kind of means to move toward and kind of be curious Mm -hmm. with ourselves of what just happened. We kind of just get fixated on, um, on what just happened instead of leaning into maybe the bigger picture. I 100% agree. And so that's why I I really feel like and and we would both agree with this that emotion really is the most powerful thing in the room. Absolutely. It really is because of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if it's ignored, the backpack does continue to mm-hmm. get full. And yeah. and to brim. Yep. It gets full to brim yeah. if it's ignored. Yes. So emotion is so powerful and when it's recognized, you know, when it's recognized and if we're angry, if we are sad, if we're happy, mm-hmm. it's not just negative. It, right. If we're happy. Yeah. If we're celebratory. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if we're it, we need to acknowledge the ones around us. We need to in scripture rejoice with those who rejoice. Yeah. Weep with those who weep. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we need to connect with our emotion in that moment. And meet people where they are That's and right. we need to recognize our own feeling and process that either with someone or with God right, or with a therapist, whoever we need to deal with that emotion. So it doesn't keep building up in a backpack. Right. Because that's when it gets ugly. It does. Right. It does. And I feel like, you know, I spoke before the um, podcast, but I was telling you about, you know, the model that Jesus has for us. It's so beautiful. I was thinking about Jesus and the woman at the well. Mm-hmm. I mean, what would have happened if Jesus had not done this right. to the woman at the well? That whole story mm-hmm. would have changed completely mm-hmm. had he not met her exactly where she was. Right. I mean, she comes in an inconspicuous Mm -hmm. time of day, full of shame, Mm. but he did not talk about shame. I mean, he did not shame her. Mm. He met her exactly where she was, full of empathy. Mm. And so this is what we're talking about, about meeting people where they are, right? And so Jesus 
is our model for true, healthy emotion and her demeanor and everything. It was almost the way, you know, my interpretation when I read that is she was full of shame. She was probably hunkered over, whatever. And when Jesus met her there, loving her, knowing exactly where she was and greeted her in love, like, follow me. I know everything, Mm -hmm. you know, that she just, (sighs) you know, acceptance. Right. Acceptance. It's almost as sad, like as you, if I, as I'm watching a Samaritan woman, like take it and exhale out, Yes, it's almost like, okay, I'm going to be okay now. If somebody can see me and meet me in a place where I'm at my worst and I can still be lovable there, then things can start to shift for me and my life can then, then I can live in freedom. Yes. Right. But not until that happened, could she do that? And so I just think it's so fascinating. Again, going back to the power of emotion, right? Going back to your initial question, if if that wouldn't have happened, if Jesus wouldn't have met her where she was and allowed her to just be in the pit and met her in the pit and moved toward her in the pit. Yeah. She would have never had a change moment like that. It wouldn't have been possible, mm-hmm. right? Because, because she would have still had that same message that if somebody really knew me, if they actually knew who I was in the depth of me, mm-hmm. they wouldn't want me, mm-hmm. right? But then she hears the heavenly father say, no, actually I see you and I know exactly where you are and I still want you. No. Right. And it, ch- it changes everything. How beautiful. Yeah. And I love that you said, I see you. Mm. Those are beautiful words. Yeah. I see you. No, I yeah. see you. That is such, that gives me comfort. So that's the power of emotion. That is the power of right. emotion. That is the power of emotion. Well, I have a very vulnerable story. I did the very opposite. I, I did the very opposite. Hey, Susan, I just want to let you know that even if you do the very opposite, you're seen and you're still loved. Thank you. And you're welcome here. Thank you, (laughs) Megan. Thank you, Megan. But this is how powerful emotion is because, and it's so not like me, you know how I practice and, and everything. And it just ripped me up. Now I had a couple in just recently. And, uh, now let me preface this by saying the couple thought it went great. Mm. Okay. You know, and, but I, after they left, I thought, I, it was a total mess on my part and I knew better. And again, going back to emotion being the most powerful thing in the room, I, listeners, when I say the word content, I'm talking about they were giving me all that was going on in their life, all the information and everything. And it was so chaotic and all that. And I was just wrapped up in it. And I knew what needed to be done. And I was helping them with that. And then the husband hands me an emotional Uh, on a silver platter. Mm. I mean, he was about to, I mean, he was just handing me this stuff that it was emotional. And I was over here with the uh, content and the chaos and everything and helping them get through that. And I missed Mm. this. I didn't stop. Oh, wait, wait, Mm -hmm. wait. 
tell me where that's coming from. Let's yeah. talk about that and bring the wife in. And, oh, tell me about how that makes you feel when he just, I mean, that would have been a perfect time of connection for him to be seen and them to connect and everything. And it was just, oh, mm. I miss that. And so when you when you miss that, you miss being seen, mm-hmm. like we were just talking about, yeah. miss being seen. Again, they thought the session went great, right. but I was like, I need to call them. I mean, I cannot <laughs> wait for a redo. I mean, I was wanting a redo. I can't wait for them to come back, for, for me to start there again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they've already asked for another session, so I know they thought it went great, but oh, I was just like, okay. God, thank you for for reminding me mm-hmm. of how powerful emotion is. And I can't wait to see them again. Yeah. You know? but, and, and here's the reality, Susan, of uh-huh. what happened in that session mm-hmm. is I think that the real hard thing with emotion is that a, a lot of times, sometimes there is a solution, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes like, Hey, if we can just kind of go this direction, we can have a fix. Right. But I think what you're saying is even if I had an agenda, even if I kind of knew what direction we were going, mm-hmm. if we miss the heart in all of it, mm-hmm. then we miss connection. Uh-huh. Right. And if we miss connection, then we're kind of missing. I think the, what kind of God is calling us to in living out life and connection with each other, right? Which, which then is the healing aspect. So I just love your vulnerability, even in that, because it's, it's just the way we work as humans. If I've got a, if I, if I know that something is going to work and I've got an avenue to take you, Mm -hmm. then why would I not go down that avenue? I've got a fix. I know what direction we can go in here that will kind of hand you guys, maybe not a solution, but Mm -hmm. just a direction here. Right. And I think that that's just the reality of our world is that oftentimes can get caught up in that because it's the easiest route to take because we want to fix, we have solutions and we have good resources, Mm -hmm. but then where it kind of leaves a gap is we just miss people's heart. And that is where connection and vulnerability and deeper relationships can go. Exactly. And so we just miss the opportunity. Yes. Right. Um, so I just want to, the listeners even hear it. It's okay. It's not that it's the end of the world. Right. Mm-hmm. But the power of connection is, is that that's what takes us deeper um, into deeper places with each other and, and with Jesus. And so I just think it's, it's human to miss the emotion because we just move fast. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Or, or we want to fix. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That is so true. Thank you, Megan. Yeah. Thank you for showing grace there. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We all need a reminder of grace. Don't mm-hmm. we? We do. We all need this. a reminder of grace. Yeah. Okay. Listeners, thank you so much. We're going to wrap this one up because we're going to, I don't think we have time, Megan, to start a second podcast on emotions with God. Uh, Because that's a big one and that's Uh going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to make this one a shorter podcast and so that we can start a second podcast on connection with God. How about that? So make sure you tune in, listeners. Yeah. Tune in. All right. Thank you, listeners. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network. 